Hey everybody, you're, this is episode 5 of Declutter Me, a podcast about organizing and decluttering your life with your host, Shalina. How are you doing? Ramadan Kareem. Ramadan Kareem to you too. So are we going to talk about something specific to Ramadan this week? We are, yes. It's a big thing. It's a big celebration. But people go slightly crazy on the whole shopping and cluttering their house before Ramadan, uh, which I find bizarre. And it's it's not just a country-specific thing. It's, this happens globally. People, It's like Christmas. Like at Christmas in the UK, people fill up their trolleys with food for one day in the year. This is a month, but you actually don't eat that much because I fast and, you know, you eat less and less during the month because you're fasting all the time and your stomach shrinks. And now it's become this thing that, you know, there's all these shops telling you should buy Ramadan clothes, there's, you know, special kaftans and abayas to buy, so people buy that for one month in the year and then they don't wear it the next year because they have to buy a new outfit. So there's a lot of clutter that accumulates just because of Ramadan. So I think it's a great time to talk about this and what to do pre-Ramadan and get you decluttered and organized beforehand. All right, so let's talk about that. What are the decluttering tips for Ramadan? So the first one is for the food. Go into the cupboards in your kitchen um, and have a look at what you have. You most probably will find that you have boxes of the creme caramel, um, of the Vimto, the pasta. It takes a year to expire, but it will expire by the time it's Ramadan the next year. So people will buy that. You know, you go to supermarkets and there's buy five for 100 dirhams instead of 120 dirhams or something. So people buy in bulk because, you know, it's the, the month of eating. Uh, it, it should be the month of fasting. So go through your cupboards, have a look and see all this package stuff and see what the expiry dates are. And if it's going to expire soon, use them now rather than waiting instead of buying them again buying in bulk when you go to the supermarkets this year but just buy what you need to buy so you you know a lot of people do go to supermarket more often during this month because you know they are cooking so much or they have guests come over and stuff so buy what you need for that week or that day for iftar and for suhoor instead of buying huge amount of stuff that you're never going to make because you're never going to use it and you're never going to make it because you know all your plans of staying at home and eating at home goes out of the window we always end up going to iftar tents and iftar parties at people's houses or or by the last two weeks you're just not hungry enough so you end up eating a salad if you're like me and my friends so and my family so there's no point in buying so much bulk items just buy what you need to buy this time and you kind of see this happening like you know just before the month begins as well and this is particularly true of like uh, supermarkets and stuff right you start seeing all these special deals like five of something is a special price and all of that and then you know you go to like the weekend before ramadan you walk into a supermarket and then everybody's walking around with cart full of stuff and you know we, we kind of see this happening with other festivals as well is that people seem to buy like just before it begins people want to buy and cover the entire month off with that purchase and it's, and it's not like you know you wouldn't go back and then buy during the month anyway you you would it's yeah. just and it's only we're exhausted the first few days because it is tiring fasting for the first few days but that doesn't account for the rest of the time and the supermarkets and the shops stay open for much longer as well so you could go shopping after iftar you know after you've prayed and stuff 
And the reality is, actually, you don't need all that stuff. And if you did want to buy something, you can buy it online now. So there's all the apps that allow, you know, the supermarkets allow online shopping. So you don't actually have to leave the house if you do need something. So what is the point of buying in bulk? You know, if you do use that, and certain families, I know, especially big families, do use certain items all the time. So there's soup, you know, that they will make. And there's certain desserts that they make all the time. That's fine. Then buy in bulk. But if there are certain things you're just buying in bulk just because it's on offer, just don't do that this time and especially if you've gone through your cupboard beforehand and looked and seen that actually you bought these packets of say creme caramel i keep on talking about it but it's always on offer if you still got all the packets still in your cupboard from last year you're not going to use it again this year so don't buy it this year um you know control yourself and and, and buy something else instead or buy a small a portion of a dessert from the counters at the supermarket so that's the main thing for the food uh, in Ramadan. But there's also the clothes now. So now there's a lot of advertising for buying Ramadan-specific clothes, which people do. And then obviously you go out, you have photos taken, it's on Instagram, and then you don't want to wear it again the next year because you don't want to be shown wearing the same outfit for different years in Ramadan. But see, do you need to buy that many clothes? Are you going to go out that often for iftars, you know, to be seen? Like, um, if you are, great, that's awesome. Then you can donate the clothes or use them again later in the year. But if you're not someone who wears those type of clothes normally, is there any point in buying so many abayas or kaftans for the season? Have a look first at your wardrobe before you go out shopping for Ramadan clothes. Um, and see what you have and declutter your wardrobe and do the you know the two for one rule so you buy one thing you get rid of two things as well so that's my main tips for ramadan it's it's not supposed to be a month of excess but it's becoming more a month of excess which then builds up on the clutter um so i'm very conscious this year that we want to reduce the amount of ramadan clutter as i call it make it stress-free because if you have so much clutter in your house you're going to get stressed as well which you don't want during yeah and it has an impact on you for the rest of the year as well i mean we talk about all these tips about you know clearing your wardrobe and cleaning out your kitchen pantry and all the stuff you should be doing all year long uh but then you know then you're you're essentially cluttering it all back exactly so i mean let's make this month the month of ramadan decluttering rather than cluttering um to get you in good stead for the rest of the year if you want to get in touch with me at any time including at during ramadan um you can always contact me on declutterme.com and fill in the contact form and i'll be in touch as soon as possible otherwise you can follow us on our social media and as always, if you like what you're listening to, please don't forget to subscribe. You can find this podcast in any podcast player of your choice. Just look for Declutter Me. That's D-E-C-L-U-T-T-R space M-E. You can find more information, this episode's show notes, and links to subscribe as well um, at declutterme.com slash podcast. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.